Alright, the Varsity Radio Show going down right now with my good man, Josh the Man Reigns. What's up guys? How you doing? I'm doing alright. Are so you good. doing good? I'm so good. We also, today is a special day, Josh. Very special. And so we have the original, the, the OG. The OG. We have the OG original in the gangsta. room. The original gangsta. April Williams! <laughs> That's right. So, there she is. Go ahead. I said, hey guys, how's it going? She she is the original. I am just after her. So, she started it all, Josh. Because she's a rock star. She's a rock star. <laughs> How you doing? I'm April? good. I, I've always loved radio, and it's just a, an incredible you know, opportunity to share the love of Jesus, and really glad to know, you know what God's doing through this ministry here, the varsity. So, it'll be fun. To yeah. be a little part of it today So yeah. we'll see what happens Quick advertisement You hadn't listened to the Life Line Morning Show You need to listen to April and Stephen Stephen say hey Hello everybody what's going on <laughs> It's a beautiful day in the radio station Yes in the radio neighborhood Yeah it's not outside but it is in here So right. anyway it's, it's very rainy You guys got it pretty cool in the studio here Oh yeah, yeah. It's a good thing yeah. I wore my jacket yeah. I have it with me we If did, I get cold I can put it on We did that for you April <laughs> And April is gonna be, Okay now I don't know if you know this Josh But April is a fantastic Fantastic voice impressionist Yes she is and So she's gonna be using some voices with us today I'm ready for this I know <laughs> So good And so you know let's start this little party right here you ready to start the party? Meme of the week. Meme of the week. And we have yes, two sir. really good ones. I, I want to make sure April. Uh, I don't know if we can pop it up on that screen or whatever. I want meme. I, I want her to comment. So okay. Oh, what's up, Ricky right. Phillips? <laughs> in the house, Ricky the Man Phillips. Ricky the Man. Also the original gangster of the varsity. I miss yeah. him. Yeah, me too, Josh. I haven't seen him in a while except for right there and on the phone. I know he's right there on the... <laughs> I can see him and his baby. Hey, Ricky. He's a see. really nice guy. His little boy is so cute. You gotta yeah. love him. Brooke! Brooke Rowe, good to see you at the Varsity Radio Show. We're glad that you joined us. And so we're going Meme of the Week. Meme of the Week. Which one do you want first, my friend? That, it doesn't matter. All right. Just pick one. How about let's go with uh, the Sand, sand Mountain, Mountain Sam. Sam. Yeah, how about know. that? Here you go. Groundhog's Day. Yes. Do y'all ever watch that? <laughs> the Groundhog Day? No. Yeah. The movie? Yeah, we the movie, and do y'all like ever like sit up, you know, watch Fox News or something to see <laughs> yeah. the groundhog make the prediction? It's crazy. They get so poetic about what the groundhog sees, as if right. they're talking for the groundhog. Right. So, Ugh. I don't know if you knew this, but we have our very own... <laughs> It's not a groundhog. No. It's a possum. <laughs> it's a possum, and it's, it says Sand Mountain Sam. Yes, that's hilarious. Mm. Sand Mountain Sam didn't see his shadow, so early spring. Praise God. Check it out on Facebook Live right now. Y'all are going to die. He looks terrifying. <laughs> he does. Doesn't he, Josh? I even know what a groundhog is, but I know what a possum is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know a possum. Have you ever hit a possum before, April? Oh, that's... my goodness. Those things have the raunchiest smell. <laughs> Right. They are not fun to be exposed to. I've never gotten that close. Oh, yeah, it's 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 gross. But anyway, those are nothing. Part of it. Nothing like kangaroos. No, wow. kangaroos. They are marsupials. Kangaroos. I see what you're doing there. Right? They and are they marsupials. Could, they couldn't box you or anything. 
No? But they do have a pouch. They have a pouch. Which makes them technically a marsupial. And they can play dead. (laughs) They play dead better than anybody. They play possum. They play possum. (laughs) Whoa. My mind was just blown. Of course, Sand Mountain Sam, you know, that tradition has been going on for like over 20 years now. Something like 25 years, something like that. But don't know how it started because that actually started before before I moved to Marshall County. But, oh, well, that's what they say. You know what? Something like that. You know what, Josh and Steven, I think we need to make an attendance at that thing next year. I oh, had yeah. no idea. Oh, the varsity <laughs> will be there. We will, we're going to see you, Sam, live in person. We're not putting our hand around your mouth. No. But we'll be there. We will be there. Yeah. So what does it mean? He didn't see a shadow, so that means it's supposed to get warmer? Yeah, it's Is not, it the same for a possum as for a groundhog, though? I don't, I don't know if that's true. I'm saying yes. Well, I don't know. I saw some ladybugs in my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does that me, mean? Someone told me it was going to get cold, and then I need to get rid of the ladybugs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. I hope we don't have another one of those ladybug swarming summers this year. Yeah. Have you ever experienced that before? Oh, my goodness. They, they get in my bathroom? Your, yes. It's crazy. They, they collect s- on they, your ceiling. They swarmed uh-huh. in my winter. What are you talking about? They well, came, it just says it's not getting cold enough outside to kill off the bugs. They invaded. Yeah. They did. This this <laughs> is good awful. commentary. I, I feel like this is Ricky talking to us right here. I'm pretty sure he did see his shadow. It's 58 degrees and sunny that day. I even rode my scooter. Yeah, that was that was Ricky. Yeah, he was <laughs> riding my his scooter. scooter. Yep. But what I know, you know a lot, Ricky, you and your scooter. <laughs> let's go to the next meme. Sure, let's do that. Now, this guy, he reminds me, he looks like a homeless man on the sidelines. I'm do just saying. Do you know who that is? I do. Bill Belichick. Yeah, Bill Belichick. And uh, so the meme says this. It's funny because of all the gates, the deflate gate. And the, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I just think it was cold outside. So, yeah, so we're on a, yeah, okay. <laughs> so we're, we're on a delay here. On our thing, but what does it say? Read it, Stephen. It says, meanwhile, at the Eagles practice facility, their new maintenance guy is hard at work. <laughs> and it's Bill Belichick. Yeah. yeah. Dressed in an Eagles Let's outfit. talk about him for a second. Did you watch the Super Bowl? Yes. yes. Okay, did you see him on the sideline in his cut-off hoodie sweatshirt? Yeah, I don't think he washes that. I don't think so. I think it's a superstition thing, and I hope he washes it, because he might smell like a homeless person. Yeah. Mm. He already looks the part. Ask April if she watched the Super Bowl. No, I didn't. I went to bed. April, why didn't you? If you have to get up at 4.30 in the morning to get to the radio station to be ready to go on air, are you kidding me? i, I got to go to bed. Yeah. I know it started at 5 o'clock right. or 5.30, something like that, that afternoon. So it was pretty early. I'm not a night owl anymore. Those days are over for me. Yeah. So follow up, did you watch the halftime show, April? No. No. Didn't see that either. Oh, well. Yeah. No replays? Or? You didn't miss nope. much. <laughs> well, I have to say, guys, I, and y'all may be with me, you may not. I was impressed that everybody was clothed during the halftime show yeah. this time. <laughs> yeah. mm. and, 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 and I could actually watch it without feeling like I needed to repent when it was all over. Well, and they appreciated the arts, too, with the band out there. Yeah. I mean, I don't think the band was actually playing, but at least they were like, hey, the bands are good, you know. It was enjoyable. They had they had a marching band on the field yeah. during the halftime show. Oh, it was good. It was really good. It's kind of celebrating... Actual music, so yeah, there's no good. way that that was actually coming from that band. That, that no, sound was there. No, it, it had to no. be pre-produced. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's pretty amazing, though. It was a good visual, though. Yeah, and so uh, you know, with the Super Bowl, April comes the commercials. Yes, yes. They say those are the best part. They are of the whole thing. Like, they are the coolest entertainment ever. <laughs> they are, and, and Josh and I, you know, we love the commercials. Don't oh we? yeah, I love commercials. And, and it was, you know, and there was one that just made me laugh. 
like really. There were actually a few that made me laugh. The Eminem commercial. We were watching a few before the show. Yeah, just, <laughs> the <we> Tide commercials. <laughs> yeah, legit. When he first came on, I thought he was saying it's a tie, Dad. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. But he's t- saying it's a Tide. It's ad. a Tide ad. <laughs> oh, okay. Five million bucks for that one yeah. TV spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, and it was hilarious. Well, they had like two. Oh, okay. Tide did. And, and it was in, in, intense. It was amazing. So they, they can afford it from everybody eating their Tide Pods. Right. <laughs> we, we do not officially endorse Tide. Oh. No, we don't. Please do Thank not you, eat Josh. Tide Pods. Thank you for making that clear. And it's, do not eat Tide Pods. No. Yeah. Hey, so if you want to join us just real quick before we go to video of the week, you can do that on at Varsity Radio Show. You can watch the videos. You can watch the memes. You can see April yeah. in the studio. April, talk to me in one of those accents. Anyone. I don't care. You just pick. You mean like right now? Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, you okay. just talk to us in one of those. Okay. So um, I used to watch All in the Family when I was a kid. Uh, did you ever watch this, Josh? I think I watched it. Yeah, either. Archie. I don't know how many of our listeners would actually remember that. The younger people probably are like, who in the world is that? But uh, anyway, it was it was just kind of one of those crazy things I would watch when I was a kid. And um, I would listen to her, you know, and I started picking up her, her dialect <laughs> and her voice. And, and you're uh, so good at it. And so anyway, I used to have a lot of fun with this with my friends and stuff. And I've got uh, another friend who can actually do Archie really well, her husband. But uh, but anyway, so here's Edith for you. Ready? Yeah, let's she would it. always go, Hi, Archie. How was your day? That's right. Archie, Gloria's going to come over tonight. Now, Archie, don't you call him. A, don't you call her a meathead, Archie. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to talk in that voice that for the fantastic. next few minutes. <laughs> so as we look at this, as we watch this video, you can only respond to us in that voice, April, because you're so good at it. It's, and that's hilarious, isn't it? <laughs> no, it was amazing. I mean, it was amazing. And, so. if, and if, if she continues to talk like that, I don't know if I'm going to be able to talk anymore because I'll start <laughs> And she's like, and the days when you were young. <laughs> yes. And then Archie would do his there part. It is. And she'd go, Mr. We could use a guy like Herbert Hoover again. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Is it a lot better right now? Yes. I didn't know what's going on right now. I know. It's, <laughs> it's so amazing. good. So good. Hey, let's go to this video and hear what Edith Bunker has to say about it in a minute. So check this video out. Our favorite, my favorite, Super Bowl commercial. That's how we do it on the farm. Barbecue Pringles. Pizza Pringles. You made barbecue pizza. Wow. 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 Add a jalapeno. Spicy barbecue pizza. Wow. 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 Well, you can stack different flavors. Nobody asked you, Kevin. Wow. <laughs> stack flavors, make new ones. <laughs> so good. Nobody asked, Nobody you, asked Kevin. you, Kevin. So how do you feel about that, Edith? Oh, wow. I tell you what, those Pringles are pretty good. Not a lot of nutritional value, but they sure are good. <laughs> you got anything to say, Josh? If you're not listening to the Varsity Radio right now, you are missing yeah. out. Check us out on Facebook Live. Please. Hey, we're actually, just today, because Olivia's sick, everybody, moment of silence. Okay. So, Olivia's sick. <laughs> Have a moment. <laughs> Wait, moment. Have a moment. Uh, we miss you terribly, Olivia. Yes. Uh, so me and Josh are actually at the computer responding. If you see Facebook Live, we have it in front of us. So talk to us. Talk to us on Facebook Live. We'll give you a shout-out. 
Olivia needs some of those Pringles to make her feel better. Tell yeah. her, tell her in yeah. Edith Bunker's voice. Olivia, you need some of those Pringles <laughs> to make you feel better, sweetheart. Yeah. <laughs> I feel better. Do you feel better? I, I, I feel better. I have so much joy in my life. I know. <laughs> and, uh, okay, so we thank you for that moment. We're about to go to our FCA moment of the week. It's time for the FCA Moment of the Week. How you doing? Doing fine, gentlemen. How are you? We are so good. Now tell us who we have on the line. Uh, My name is Gary Surrett, and I work with Fellowship of Christian Athletes in Northeast Alabama. Oh, man. Such a great organization. Uh, Me and Josh want to know what you do with FCA. What I do? Well... I am kind of a background and uh, finance guy mainly. Um, have an accounting background for like thirty plus years in the business world, and then uh, came on board and have been uh, handling uh, the finance part of the ministry, and also um, helping with event planning and those type things mainly. Wow, that's awesome! Hey, this is Josh, and thank you um, for being on the show with us, man. We're really excited. So what is your favorite part about serving with FCA? Well, I think it's, uh, it's the kids. Um, you know, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of different parts to it, and a lot of the stuff I do is in the background. But just uh, getting to um, be with uh, the kids, um, you know, from elementary all the way up through college and, and seeing how uh, Christ impacts their lives, how the FCA ministry impacts their lives, and watching them grow, and um, you know, just hearing the stories of how people's lives are impacted is that's the the favorite part. Getting to see the results of uh, what goes on in the ministry. So, Coach Charette, you how long have you been with FCA? Wow, I have been um, full time on staff for just over seven years now. And prior to that, I was a board member um, for six years. So I have uh, been involved now 13 years, um, quite a while. Wow. 13 years. That's like half of my age. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm an old guy. Like I said, 30 plus years in the business world and... uh, and then God has a sense of humor and uh, took a business, introverted business guy and stuck him in ministry. <laughs> and so uh, you better be watch out. You know what? Never know what God's going to do in your life. Man, what a story, Coach. I mean, that's that's fantastic because um, people need to hear that. Um, if you didn't hear what um, Mr. Um, Gary just said, he was telling us that God took something in his life business and used it for his glory. And um, so he wasn't necessarily called by a burning bush or anything but he just shared with us that uh you know he took something that god blessed him with and used it for uh, his glory now gary um tell us a little bit more about um uh, what fca does here in marshall county well fca um our, our goal our ministry is to use the platform of athletics to share the uh gospel of jesus christ with uh coaches, students, and just just everyone. So we, uh, in Marshall County, you know, we have uh, various um, groups in schools, and we call them huddles. And we find uh, coaches or teacher in the school to be the sponsor, 
And then we uh, help them train leaders to lead that huddle. And so we try to be on the campuses in all of the junior high and high schools and some colleges in the county. And then um, to train students to lead. Uh, we, the law allows student-led prayer, student-led meetings where people can come in and share the gospel. And so we do those things in Marshall County yeah. with the students. We also do um, some men's uh, huddles we call power hours during lunch. And we do those in, um, we have them in Arab, Gunnersville, Boaz, and Albertville from time to time where we invite men to come together and meet at lunch and fellowship and um, those type opportunities. We also, in the summertime in uh, Albertville, um, we partner with uh, Grace Fellowship Church and have a sports camp for 7 to 13 year olds. Yeah, that's um, a big deal. So there are a lot of opportunities um, within the county for people to be involved with FCA. Coach Red, I'm going to ask you one more question. We'll let you go. We really appreciate your time today. We really do. Uh, Coach Surrett, if you could see uh, five years ahead for FCA, what would you want them to be doing? What would you say you want the vision of FCA to be? And uh, what what kind of things do you want to see FCA, like goals, aspirations? I know you do finances and stuff like that. What aspirations do you have for the ministry in the next five years? Wow, that's a, a big question. I'm I'm more of the black and white guy, and Ken Burnett, our director, has been the vision guy. And so I've seen this thing grow in the seven years I've been on the on staff, um, just tremendously. And God has uh, really increased my faith. And so I would like I would like to see, have more staff um, in uh, in Marshall County. And um, you know, we serve Blunt Jackson. Um, Coleman, Madison, and Marshall counties, and have more staff um, to be able to do more ministry in the schools. In Madison County, we're able to do some elementary school huddles, and that would be great out in the um, other counties, Marshall County, to be able to um, have uh, elementary school huddles. And so we would have kids being able to meet all through their school um, time to be able to meet in a Christian environment and hear the Word of God. And so um, to be able to maybe expand our camp ministries, um, uh, there's just so much out there. Um, People are hurting all over. People need the gospel. And so uh, just so many opportunities. And God continues to put people in our path who work with us. We've got um, three college interns working right now, three high school co-ops, and uh, several full-time and and part-time staff. So just being able to find the right people at the right places to um, do more ministry and, uh, again, just to share the gospel with uh, those that are uh, lost and hurting. Man, that's so good, Coach Charette. We really appreciate it, especially here. We're huge fans of Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Love them. And we, I, I know, you know, me and Josh are both youth pastors, and I know you do and I do. We both have kids who've been through leadership and stuff with y'all, and I... I, I the longer I've been with y'all, the more I know. I thought FCA was only Josh. I I thought it was only in the school system, but this FCA Northeast Alabama does so much for this community, for so many groups. Uh, we just really appreciate all that you do. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, we do. Well, well, we thank you for that. And we just, uh, and again, we, you know, we know we're not the church, but we want to partner with the churches in the area. And, um, you know, we're all got the same, we've all got the same, um, objective is to share the gospel with, uh, with the world. And so we're trying to use any means we can. And athletics is a huge tool. Um, it's so uh, important in most people's lives that we use that tool to share the gospel. Well, thank you, Coach Gary. We really appreciate you and FCA, and thank you for giving us your time today. Yes, sir. I appreciate you letting me be here. (laughs) See you soon. All right. Take care. Just a big heads up to everybody. Just so happens they're having an FCA intern interest meeting that's coming up Sunday, February 11th uh, from 2 to 4 at Cove Church. It's at 366 Old Highway 431 at Owens Crossroads. It says bring your parents and come here from former FCA interns. Ask questions and see a glimpse of what your summer could look like by serving with FCA. So I know uh, you were saying, Seth, uh, you know some kids who are involved with FCA oh, yeah. and how it's such a good path. Some incredible leaders in my my youth group. And, you know, I think, and Josh, I know you have them too. FCA helps train our kids, you know, if they'll do that in those internships and stuff like that. Well, FCA made such an impact on me when I was in school. Now, I didn't do an internship, yeah. but they were very, very um, just... They were always at the school. Um, yeah. I remember Mr. Burnett was always at the school, yeah, he was making at sure, man. He was, and I always remember his holy donut joke about his wife. It's so crack, hot and holy. Um, <laughs> just cracked me up. He, he always says it, but he was thought, always I at the school. That, that was my wife. Um, <laughs> it's, every, it's every guy's wife, right? Uh, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but he was. He, Mr. Burnett was always there at the school. He was always encouraging us. He was um, always there praying for us. And yeah. even when he wasn't there, we knew he was praying for us. And just had such a presence. And now that I'm older and I get to work with FCA on this kind of more professional level, yeah. I, they are like fire ants. They're everywhere. They are. I mean, they're, and I they're like all over that, though. Northeast Alabama. You yeah. cannot you cannot walk into a school and not see FCA there in Northeast Alabama. It. And it's fantastic the impact they make on our students' lives. Yeah. For me and Josh, though, we feel lucky that we have Kim Burnett and that. That that particular FCA organization, they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And so we appreciate you. Hey, we're going to go to a song, and we will be back to talk about the Super Bowl with Edith. Say, hey, Edith. Hi, Archie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Here's Thousand Foot Crutch, Running with Giants. I'm home. What's the password? No, 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 Batman. Varsity Radio Show. Oh, yeah, we got some Marco's Pizza up in the house. Oh, my goodness. It was delicious again, and I did eat it this time. I'm sorry, Mary D. That's my wife. I'm sorry that I ate pizza. It's a cold day for me. (laughs) It is cold in the studio. You know, you just heard that voicer right there. We're going to talk about Marco's. And April is... The genie of voices. She's amazing. And she is also the computer with Batman, Lego Batman. That's like so much fun. Yes! <laughs> She's got it. So in your in your computer voice, we want you to tell us how Marco's Pizza is. Marco's is amazing. Yeah. It's like so delicious. <laughs> You've got to get some. There you go. And so where can you get Marco's Pizza, Josh? Uh, it's, that's uh, 7360 Highway 431, Suite 11 in Alberville. And that number is 256-660-5666. And you can also go to marcos.com and get some delicious, amazing, life-changing pizza. It is. Pizza. It is. Steak pizza. 
Steak pizza. Yeah. They're the first ones I've ever heard that's put steak on a pizza. Did you try it yet? Not yet. I'm, I'm about to. Oh, you are going to eat I'm the steak pizza. I'm about to give pizza. it a bite. You are going to eat the steak pizza. <laughs> they just gave it to me, guys. Oh, my God. Isn't it good? I'm about to try it. I right. mean, how was your piece? You had you had chicken and bacon oh, and me? Oh man, that was amazing. I mean, but April just had her chicken and bacon. Has and she eaten it yet? No, oh. I, I'm about to. You're just taste staring it. at it. She's about yeah, to put I'm a staring. tooth on it. <laughs> go, go ahead and put your teeth on. I am looking go at ahead. this like you right now. See. We eat on live air too. Yeah, we do that all the time. So, mm. you got, yeah, what do you think about that? Mm. Meaty. 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 Mm-hmm. Meaty. By the way, she's a vegetable person, but <laughs> she still likes Marco's pizza. This is, she still likes Marco's pizza, and this is the Varsity Radio Show where we eat man food. So anyway, I'm, sorry. I'm just saying. I tried to get them to order a veggie, but That's they were right. like, they just weren't on the bandwagon That's for an that oxymoron. one. <laughs> Vegetables on a pizza. What's the point? Sacrilegious. You know? Bill Sacri- pepper and onion yeah. and tomatoes. It's already and black olives. That's right. Marinara sauce is a vegetable. That's right. Yes. There's yes. tomatoes on that. April <laughs> and grains because you know grains. You, you got the, the you got all the food groups exactly <laughs> all Even of them dairy got cheese. the meat yeah. got the bread that's why it's shaped <laughs> in like a pyramid because it is the food pyramid it is oh. <laughs> it is so good so you can pick that pizza up tonight till ten o'clock is that you think what the pyramids were shaped it's kind of a foreshadowing yes, of, of things pizza. to come because <laughs> yeah. hey we're going to talk about something we talked about last last week I can't remember what the sports predictions were but. My boy Ricky's on the line. Ricky! Hey, what's up? What's up, my brother? Hey, nothing much. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I work today, so just another day in paradise. Just another day in paradise. And so, uh, I actually, I started watching the Super Bowl with Ricky. You know, big surprise there, right? Uh, but anyway, uh, what do you have to say about it, Ricky? I guess uh, I got a big question for you guys, and you know it, it don't really have much to do with the Super Bowl. But now that the Patriots lost and humiliated themselves, and Tom Brady looked old, and all that kind of good stuff, <laughs> Tom Brady looked is, old. Is the Patriots dynasty now comparable to Alabama, or is it not comparable anymore? Uh, what do you think, Josh? I don't know. That defense is pitiful. That I saw last night. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the Patriots defense defense that I've looked bef- looked at before. Um, they were they were kind of weak. I'll have to say that. Also, I remember Ricky definitely said that the Eagles weren't going to win. Yeah, make that I statement. I just want to make that statement. He but did. He's usually pretty right about stuff, but he is because he's our sports analyst. Yeah, I, I'm I'm deeming you our sports analyst, Ricky. There you go, Ricky. Well, the Patriots should have come back, and they just choked. <laughs> he gave him two minutes. Gave Tom Brady two minutes, which was like, oh, here it goes again. In, in fairness, <laughs> in fairness, I said this last week. I said the Patriots would win. I remember the score, 27-21, but I wanted the Eagles to win. I said the Eagles going to win, 28-24, but I was wrong on the score. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Well, it, it kind of went way up. Yeah. Did I didn't you see Mark expect Wahlberg. it to be that big? I saw Bradley Cooper. I know. Weren't you sad? <laughs> so sad. Look at that beautiful picture. Oh, look at your picture. You and your dog. Sweet dog. Friends (laughs) forever. Anyway. (laughs) I think Wrangler, who is your bulldog, actually has more Instagram followers, right? Something like he has more than me. (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah. So the moral of the story is April should start a fan page for a dog. 
Dexter? Oh, Dexter. Yeah. <laughs> seven pounds, one ounce. Yorkie poo. <laughs> seven pounds and one ounce. Yeah. <laughs> Full of energy. Yeah. Oh, boy, is he ever. He can bite. Yeah. He's a real good biter. <laughs> so, Ricky, <laughs> any any sports you want to talk about coming up? Um, You know, there. have, have you heard about the, the big fiasco with the Cleveland Cavaliers? I have no. Not. You know, LeBron, uh, the the rumors went out that LeBron was going to the Warriors, and that would have been, you know, the end of LeBron being great. And, you know, it, I don't think there's so. a lot of LeBron haters and a lot of LeBron lovers. And, um, <laughs> you know, it's just not looking good for LeBron right now. Wow. Can you imagine LeBron with Steph Curry? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if they God. could play on the same team. Good Lord. <laughs> Man. Well, they were saying that for him, for all that to work out, they would have to, you know, fire four guys and, you know, they have to take their money to get to LeBron. And it would basically just put them a little handicap, but it would have all your superstars together with Durant and Curry and LeBron. And, you know, I, I just think NFL is getting to where it don't seem fair. The NFL? I mean, the NBA. NBA. It's okay. We, we, we switched subjects. It, it, quick. The NFL's fair. You know, they, they all get paid to make money anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I just but can't that's imagine just, that's Steph. That's how I feel about it. I can't imagine Steph Curry and LeBron James on the same team. Steph Curry would never get the ball. You don't think so? <laughs> LeBron would just hold on to it the whole game. Yeah. He usually does. There you go. Well, there'd be a lot of tears on the court, I think. So yeah. they'd all be slipping around. Yeah. People would be definitely intimidated, I think. It drives me insane when LeBron James flops because it was it's like Shaq when Shaq flopped to me, like they're giant people <laughs> and some you know, they get they barely get touched and they fly across the court. They yeah. literally jump yeah. backwards right. and fly. I'm like, You are a mountain. Anything You're not get, going to fall like that. Anything to get a uh anything to get a uh Sorry. <laughs> Anything to get... I forgot what I was going to say. I know, your love of your life was I know, me. I saw that. My wife was calling me during my... I during think I was forced to take a trip to Walmart, and every customer always asks, we should just flop on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was saying, like, you're so big, and you just, like, fly across the... You just want that foul. Wait. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ricky, let's go back to that, because that is that's a pretty good idea. About, I'll come with you. About Walmart... I'm all about yeah, that. Yeah, and Katie drinks the milk around. <laughs> well, <The> Walmart flop. <laughs> I like milk too much to throw it on the ground. That's so funny. Anyway. Y'all come do it for CVS. I don't care. I'll clean it up. May- maybe hummus. I'll throw hummus on the ground. <laughs> Sabra. I don't like it. <laughs> wow. wow. Just got real, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Ricky, thanks for calling, man. Hey, it's good hearing from you guys. Love y'all. Love you, man. Love you. Bye. And now, today's clutch moment. So we're going to start out with, today we're going to talk about worship, which everybody in this studio is really good at but me. What? Everybody. (laughs) Everybody in this studio has been a worship leader or done something with worship other than I. Other than I. No, that's improper. But other than me. (laughs) Is that right? Other than me? Yeah, yeah, other than me. Whatever. Other than me. Okay. Hey, Cassie. How you doing? Good to see you. Cassie's on. Yeah, you better be excited, Stephen. Yeah, that's my <laughs> uh, Anyway, uh, so everybody in the studio is good at this subject, but me's, but I, you know. But me's. But, so we're going to start with a really funny video. <laughs> what did you say? What? What? Josh. Go ahead. Jeez. Okay, so I'm talking. 
So check this video out. It's hilarious. Tim yeah. Hawkins. You want to kind of tell them what it is? Uh, atheist worship. <laughs> atheist. <laughs> atheist. I say worship songs, but yeah. it's atheist uh, like children's ch- songs. Yeah, children's songs. This so check this out. Enjoy. It's amazing. Yes. I love this. I was reading this thing in the news several months ago, and it was uh, this is a news story talking about the existence of atheist megachurches. I mean, what do you do there? Do you sing worship songs at an atheist church? What do you say? Like, shout to the void, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to nothing. What do you sing to? Man, do they have children's church at the atheist megachurch? <laughs> what songs do you sing to kids at an atheist church? Like, no one loves the little children, all the children of the world. No one hears you when you cry, no one hears your lullaby. No one loves the little children of the world. Reason why, reason why we exist, but there's no reason why. Reason why, reason why we exist, but there's no reason why. A row, row, row your boat gently down the reef Wallowing, 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 wallowing in your unbelief Let's do the rounds. Remember the rounds? No, you don't want to do that. Okay. Let's try a new one. Evolution, this I know For Charles Darwin told me so Accidentally alive If you're weak, you won't survive That's the logic, right? That's what they're saying. I am an A. I am an A-T. I am an A-T-H-E-I-S-T. And I have N-O-T-H-I-N-G to give me hope and certainty. And when I D-I-E, I will be A-L-O-N-E. Hey! <laughs> so good. What do you think, April? That's the first. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? <laughs> Quite a hoot. Um, yeah. yeah, it was kind of funny. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Oh, me. How about you, Josh? Oh, I love Tim Hawkins. He's, Tim, he's my favorite. He's so good. Have he's you a watched, character. Have y'all watched John Christ or John? Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, he's funny too. He's fun. He's not. He's not Tim Hawkins level. Yeah, but he is funny. He's going to be at Winter Jam in Birmingham this year. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, that'll be fun. Which one? Um, the one in Birmingham, it's later this month, I think. No, but who, right who Tim Hawkins or John Chris? John Chris. Uh, John Chris. Okay, awesome. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nice. And Sorry. we'll be giving away tickets pretty soon on the mm-hmm. radio station Ooh. to that. Yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, man. <laughs> come ten, on, come ten on, tickets somebody. to give away. Ten. Ten? Yeah. They're hooking us up. I'm quitting so I can get a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is a struggle at the radio, in case you don't know. We, we are not able to win. Yeah, it's really sad. I know. So when you get all these great prizes, especially this Valentine's Day prize, listen, teenagers, if you've got a Valentine, you my, shouldn't have one. You, well, you, probably not. But <laughs> you're too you, young for that. That's right. Well, Josh is right. No, he's not. 
No, he's not. <laughs> no. But anyway, if you want to enter, there's a fantastic con- contest going on. Tell them how they can enter that, Stephen. Yeah, so go to 88.5 space JFM. That's the radio station's Facebook page. At the top of the page, you'll see a post that's pinned there. It's talking all about this Valentine's Day giveaway. And basically, uh, what you can win is uh, 12 roses from Rodney's Flower Shop in Gunnersville. You can get a dinner for two at somewhere on Maine in Albertville. Two dozen chocolate-covered strawberries from Albertville Home Bakery. And then, of course, we've got some jewelry from K Jewelers. All you have to do, go there and underneath that post, comment a love letter to your sweetie. We've got some sweet responses so far. Yeah, we have. Even my wife got on there. She knows she can't win, but man, it made me feel good. She gave me such a cool little love note. It was great. Yeah, and he was surprised to find that out this morning. Yeah. Like he didn't know, like you know, right <laughs> off. We should put That's some cool. really sentimental music and have April read that. Or Josh, Josh. No, I want to hear Josh, Josh. read it. Josh, <laughs> I want read it with a deep voice. Can you can you pull that up somewhere? I want Josh to read that in a minute. But right now we're going into worship clutch, and, and so we're going to talk about worship. Worshiping is one of the essentials to grow. Seriously, pull that up. I want my I want my good friend Josh to read that because I know it'll be fantastic. Right. Josh, you're so great, man. Thank you, sir. I'm, t- I'm so just, sweet. I'm just being honest, you know. No matter what they say about you. Bromance going yeah. on over here. Cassie, yeah. Hey, Cassie, we're going to get Josh to read that in his voice <laughs> with emphasis in certain spots. Because it's the Varsity Radio Show and we do things like that. I do. Basically because we can. Because we can. <laughs> and so I just, I can hear it in my mind right now. I'm like laughing on the inside. I'm trying to be serious. Bring it back. Bring it back. Okay. It's worship clutch. Yeah, it's a worship. So worship is one of the essentials to growth, progression, and the victory in our lives. Worshiping God can do some pretty incredible things. In fact, I honestly believe that great worshipers capture the attention and the heart of God. And when our life is in a constant state of submission and we are adoring God, God so often awards us with his attention. Josh, how important is it as a Christian to make worship a lifestyle? Oh, man. This is one of those questions that um, I think we avoid as as the church because we limit our worship to the services on Sunday mornings a lot of times. And it's know? not just that. Um, and even the song, In the Morning When I Rise, Give Me Jesus, you know. Um, even that aspect of, oh, do you worship the Lord in the morning? Uh, you know, when we were created to be... Um, to be worshipers, and of course, there's an awesome video that I showed youth one night, and it was just fantastic about how we were made to worship. And of course, that old uh, Tomlin song, "Made to Worship," so fantastic. But we really were made to be in God's presence, and to and to walk with God, and to just exist with Him, um, yeah. just to hang out, and and, yeah. and to to glorify His name. And so, like now today, because of Jesus Christ and the gift we have of that reconnection, that restoration with the Father. We should worship every day because that's what we were designed to do. It's like um, a car was designed to drive. And if it just sits in a parking lot, it's not doing what the car was supposed to do. And so we are designed and made to worship every single day. So if we don't do that, we're not doing what we've been called to do. Created to worship. And, uh, you know, I've heard this story before, but uh, I I was listening. I don't want to take credit for this. I was listening to a preacher named John Gray. I don't know if you've ever listened to him. Oh, yeah, he's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. But John Gray is, uh, he's a big old black guy. He, he is, and 
He's he's really funny. He's he's an amazing preacher, and he used this analogy, the story of Lazarus, to talk about worship. And I'm not going to read the whole story because it's like sixty something verses, Josh, and we don't have time for that. Uh, but the story of Lazarus, and many of us have heard it. You know, I'm just going to pick out some and highlight some points. Verse eleven twenty one. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if only you had been here, my brother would not have died. Mm. Okay. Now, now, Josh, before this, and you know Martha had seen it before, uh, Jesus was healing people. He, he was very capable. You know what I mean? He, mm-hmm. he was very capable. But, and I think a lot of why she says this next line is because of this. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask. It's a big deal. Mm-hmm. But something I learned about Martha, she's a whiner. You know, if you're reading this verse, she's a whiner. And Jesus looks at her and he says, your brother will rise again. But Martha thinks God means in the future, you know, future resurrection after, you know, after the Messiah is resurrected. They don't know how that's going to go down, but that's what she's thinking. He said, but Jesus says this, he says, I'm the resurrection and I'm the life and anyone who believes in me will live even after dying. That's a powerful statement. Mm-hmm. Everyone who lives in me and believes in me will never, ever die. He asked Martha, do you believe? And uh, she goes on. Uh, we're not going to go on in the scripture, but she says she does. But then he says, I want to see Mary. And this is Mary Magdalene. This isn't Mary, mother of Jesus. This is Mary Magdalene. And this is the scripture. This is what I want to point out. Verse 32, it says, when Mary arrived, she was mad. She was upset that Jesus didn't like show up when they needed him the most, mm-hmm. right? On her time. Yeah. But when Mary arrived and saw Jesus, it says that she fell at his feet and said, Lord, if only you'd been here, my brother would not have died. And what she does that's different from Martha is she immediately worships God. Immediately worships him. And in verse 34 Jesus, because of that, is almost activated, and he says, where have you put him? And they take him to Lazarus. You know the rest of the story. Uh, you probably don't m- know most of it. Martha whines and complains and everything about how bad Lazarus will stink, how are you going to open the grave and everything. And Jesus says, roll the tomb. And in verse 43, then Jesus shouted, Lazarus, come out. And we all know the story. He comes out. He's alive, he's well. So what does worship do? Number one, worship changes our attitude. It changes our attitude. When Mary worshiped Jesus is when God went into action. Instead of whining and complaining like Martha, Jesus went into action. So Josh, and then I'm going to ask you this, uh, April. Have you ever been going through something rough in your life, but then you began to worship and your attitude began to change? Mm. Yeah, this is the only way, because I'm a very stubborn person. And so when I get my mind made up about something, uh, whether it be anger or happiness or anything, uh, or sadness, I, I tend to like just sit there in it. And when it comes to going through things rough, a lot of times I try to handle that on my own. I try to try to do what I'm, you know, try to be tough and, you know, man up. And, but the reality is if I don't turn and worship the Lord— when I'm going through those rough times, I can't make it through it. 
Yeah. And I've seen it blow up in my face yeah. when I've tried to do that. But when I worship God, and it doesn't make it necessarily easy, but it does bring a peace that changes your attitude and yeah. says that even though this really stinks, yeah, I know that my God loves me and my God is yeah. good. And he's bigger than this. Mm-hmm. April? Well, when I think of worship, you know, I think of um, actually holding God in high esteem, like really elevating him to the top level in your life. And sometimes, well, a lot of times the devil is always trying to, to pull you down, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. to get you off of that fact that God is high and lifted up. And the struggles that the devil sends our way or whether we bring them on ourselves or whether we're born into the struggle, um, it can be difficult sometimes, you know, because I think of Paul, like he had this thorn in the flesh and he prayed that God would remove it. He asked Jesus to remove it like three different times. Yeah. And the answer that he got after all of that praying was, my grace is sufficient. Um, in your weakness, I am made strong. And honestly, for me, that's my verse because um, when you go through, like for me, when you go through like divorce and dealing with visual impairment, um, it can be difficult some days, you know, because there's things that I would like to see that I don't see yeah. as clearly yeah. as I want to. And sometimes I can feel discouraged about that and just trying to push my way through that. And I think for me, surrounding myself with friends who um, believe in me and are there to encourage me to keep pressing on, that's so helpful because I don't know what I'd do without my support team. You know, there's just those certain friends that you have in your life that are amazing prayer warriors Yeah, that will lift you up and continue to point you back to Jesus, point you back to, to who he is and what he says not only about himself, but what he says about us as as his children. That's good. A second thing, worship. Uh, I, I said this quote: "There are two times in your life to praise the Lord when you feel like it and when you don't." Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. and then point number two: worship changes our perspective. See, when you worship God, so often He lets you see things from a different level or a perspective. Has God ever done this before you before, Josh? Wow, yes. Um, yes, yes, and yes. Um, <laughs> it's that those moments to where I finally lay down my pride and worship the God in that pain yeah. um, that, that I'm going through, that the pain is there. Yeah. But then I see that Jesus is healer. Man, I had one of my students, so he's in confirmation right now, so he's a fifth grader. Yeah. And he taught me the other day, instead of me teaching him, he taught me about Jesus. Wow. And he told me that Jesus heals, heals people, and that makes Jesus a healer. And I'm like, man, Holy Spirit, yeah. man. Like, I'm sitting yeah. there with this fifth grader, and he's like, That's Jesus is a healer. So I was good. like, yes, he is. Jesus is a healer. And when I worship the Lord, I'm reminded of the healing power that he has. Yeah. And when I worship the Lord, I can see, I can see, like you just said, I can see where he is moving and where he is going. Yeah. And when I'm not worshiping, I'm just sitting there and I have no answers. But when I do worship, even if everything's not super clear, I can see where the Lord is going and I can follow him. Yeah. You know, uh, when we have when, when we worship God, I think it gives us a different perspective. It gives us 
We can be sitting in the midst of, all oh, this stinks. Man, I can't believe I'm going through this. And when we begin to worship God, it's like, oh, that's why I'm going through this. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's why. Oh, I needed to see that. You know what I mean? Absolutely. I needed to see that. And I w- had I not gone through that situation, I would have never seen it from that perspective. And I think for me, um, because I've had to struggle through adversity with, you know, being born with underdeveloped optic nerves and stuff, um, because I've had to struggle and really work hard at overcoming just, you know, to show people that, you know, with Christ in me, I can overcome and I can achieve. Um, it may take me a lot longer to get there, but I'm going to get there somehow. But through all of that, I, I really think that God's given me the ability to be able to sympathize with people, you know, who've been dealing with sicknesses and physical, you know, conditions that are not to their advantage for, for a long period of time, you know, being able to sympathize with people who are really hurting. Um, I think that's one of the, um, one of the assets, I guess you could say, even though I've, you know, walked through life with what feels like a, a deficit in some, a lot of ways. Yeah. Uh, God is, God has used this to, to help me, you know, become a better person. And um, just being able to wrap your arms around, you know, a kid that's struggling who feels like, you know, that they just don't measure up and that they just don't seem to fit in with the crowd and stuff. I mean, I dealt with a lot of that in high school and kids didn't really know how to accept me and stuff. And they just kind of shied away. And I was kind of a quiet person. And um, so I dealt with a lot of rejection and stuff growing up. And I, um, and kids didn't really know how to take me because I was the only kid in my whole school that had, a, you know, a visual impairment. So so it was a challenge. But I look back on it now and it's it's definitely made me the person that I am just trying to show people that you can endure, you know, and you can make it. Yeah, you've got your bad days and uh, some days you feel, you know, just overwhelmed and stuff, wishing that it could be be changed but I'm like, oh, God, just help me, you know, because without him, I'm nothing. But yeah. with him on our side, we can, do, we can do all things. Yeah. And see, Jesus wanted Mary and Martha to know he had this. So he had to give Mary and Martha a different perspective. When he had them roll the stone away, even though Martha didn't want to smell anything, he, he, he took, they had to look at things a different way, like, this is this is ride or die time right here. I mean, you know, they're, they they just rolled the stone away. Something better happen, or Jesus is going to look like a weirdo, right? Yeah. I mean, and so they had to have a different different perspective. Point number three, and we're almost done with this. Worship changes the game. John eleven forty three. Then Jesus shouted, "Lazarus, come out!" And he did. Hmm. He did. By Mary praising God, it activated Jesus to do something. He raised a man from the dead. And because of that, everything changed. Everything changed. It's a big deal. So, Josh, this is the last question, and we're going to go into some music before we go to our athlete interview. Have you ever had God change the game when you worship God? He changes my heart. Yeah. Oh, and I've seen him change situations. I've seen before my eyes situations that look... Like they're going to, like, there's no way that anything good is going to come from this. Yeah. And then when I lay down and worship God, I see that. But more than anything, God changes my heart. Yeah. And and I know that's hard for us to say that, but that's the most important thing is that our hearts are changed, that our minds and our souls are changed. 
that we are moved to the perfection, the, the sanctification, to be closer to the Father, yeah. to be one in relationship with our God in heaven. And when we worship the Lord, that's what we're going towards. That's every time we worship God, we are moving closer to the relationship that he wants created. So good. You got any final words, April? Well, I was actually thinking of um, of a song um, that really kind of hit me first time I heard it. It's um, it's Micah Tyler. We play him here on the radio station. But um, the song basically covers the story of like one of his relatives being diagnosed with cancer and their home was hit by Hurricane um, Harvey, you know, back in Texas and stuff. And and how he says as he began to lift his voice up to God and really depend on him through both of those circumstances he he came up with a song that says i want to be different i want to be changed until all of me is gone and all that remains is a fire so bright that the whole world would see yeah that there is a difference in me and so with that that's my prayer god help me to be different burn away the dross and allow your spirit to work um in and through me and uh let my little part of the world see that god really is Alive and well. So good. So that's my prayer. Thank y'all so much for your contribution. We're going to go to a song, Stephen. Here's a song she was talking about. It's Micah Tyler with Different. I don't want to hear anymore. Teach me to listen. So Marcos, you are fantastic and we love you. Who's Marco? Marcos is that place that even the aliens like, my friend. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about my brother-in-law for a second. His no, name's no, Marco. no, 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 no. Marcos <laughs> Pizza is in the house, and if you are interested in eating some of the most fantastic pizza of your life, it's the greatest option you have tonight. I'm just going to tell you. You can call them at 256-660-5666. They, you know, ladies, if you're listening, you know, we know you watch your figure and everything, but if you... Want to splurge not? <laughs> it's by Ross and TJ Maxx and PetSmart. So go do some shopping, then go get some pizza. Take care of your dog and eat some pizza. <laughs> you save money at the shopping places. Yeah. And then you go get pizza. That's then you can even give your dog a piece of pizza. Hey! <laughs> yes. Intovative. And so till 10 o'clock today, you can do that or you can go to marcos.com. And we at the Varsity Radio Show are huge fans of Marcos. Oh, yeah. Partially because we eat it every Tuesday. Almost. Yes, and it's not. It's never like, oh my gosh, I got it. It's, it's like not wait. We open the door, and when our boy, uh, what's his name, Mister Fry, Mr. Fry. Fry. No, no, what's his other name? Justin? Justin. Justin. Oh no, what was his wrestling name? Oh yeah, I yeah. What he he actually gave us a review on the Varsity, so we got to check that out. What oh, uh, something cool? It's Justin Fry though. But JJ yeah. Cooler. When, when, we, when I go into <laughs> Wrestling champion of the world. He is a wrestler. Yes. Yeah, he really is. A yeah. wrestler. A wrestler. wrestler. Let's be clear wrestler. that there's a difference between wrestling and yeah. wrestling, and he is a wrestler. Okay, now as we promised, as we promised, we're going we're gonna to focus in here. We, uh, Cassie, we're doing this. Can, can you hear it? She says she can't hear me very well. Oh, she can't. And so, Cassie... That's okay. Yeah, because it's not important in the next few minutes. You got it now. <laughs> go ahead and hit that love music for me. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. You feeling that? 
I'm feeling it. And then my boy, Josh, go ahead. Oh, you need to pull that up. It's not on the screen. Okay. We're going to love letter Marco's to pizza. Steven. Yes, Marcos. <laughs> All right, Cassie. You. I don't have a good Cassie voice, but I will do the best love voice that I can do. Let's Ooh. hear it. Let's hear it. Romantic. Come on. Dear Steven, <laughs> I love you so much. Sixteen years ago, God let us find each other. And this coming tw- February 23rd, I prayed for God to send me someone with all the characteristics that you had, and he did. Hold on one second. That sounds like Gone with the Wind. I love it. <laughs> this is great. It's almost like a white Morgan Freeman. That's right. I like this. Go ahead, Josh. This is great. Careful, this is great. careful. This is great. This is great. I am so thankful that the Lord heard my prayer and sent you my way. You have been more than my heart could wish for. Grace is so blessed to have a daddy like you. <laughs> yes! 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 Welcome to the bars. <laughs> you love with a deep love. A love that is so evident by how you express it. How do you express it, Stephen? Golly. <laughs> I know how to express it. Just believe Wow. Me. This is a family show. Yes, Thank okay. you for being the wonderful husband that you are. To me, for being that beautiful daddy that you are to Grace and for leading our family toward the goodness of God every day. You are an amazing man. I love you always and forever. Cassie. <laughs> Cassie. <laughs> Cassie. Yeah. <laughs> Alicia Bell, you turned tuned in right at the right time. Thank you, Alicia Bell Larson. You're amazing. We think you're fantastic. We're huge fans. Wow. Okay. Athlete interview. Gunnersville High School. This this was done a while back. I'm just going to tell you, but we're going to play the interview. Listen in. Colin Langford. Check this out. It's the Varsity Athlete Interview. Hey, this is Seth. And this is Ricky. And we are doing our varsity athlete interview. And today we have the privilege of having Gunnersville High School's finest, Colin Langford, who is the tackle for the team. So, how you doing, Colin? I'm doing good. How about y'all? We doing are fantastic, great. man. We, we, uh, this is Colin's fa- first time on radio. It is. And you're killing it. <laughs> Thank you. So the next next thing we're going to ask you to do is sing. I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know about that. I'll leave that in the shower. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So uh, what, what, what position do you play, Colin? I'm left tackle right now. But you play wherever they send you, don't you? Yeah. Left tackle and nose guard. I play about everything. Do you like offense or defense more? Well, this is my first year really playing defense, and I'm still trying to figure it out. But I've played offense since I've played since I started football when I was seven years old. I'm a little bit more better in it, and I'm awkward at defense, I think. <laughs> what position do you play on defense? Uh, I'm the nose guard. We run a 3-3 defense. So. Yeah. Yeah, how's your season going? It's going good right now. We had a tough loss to Edwall, and that hurts a little bit, but we came back, and we had two great wins after that. Yeah. Can't be more proud. Y'all just won this last week, didn't you? Yes, sir. Wow. Okay, uh, what is your favorite thing about your sport? The favorite thing about my sport is all the relationships I made through it. This group of seniors, we've been together since we were seven years old playing football. I mean, just as long as I could remember. That's uh, awesome. That kind of leads into the next question. Now, what um, What's your favorite part about being on a team? Just having somebody to get your back when you know you need it the most. And it's just, I just like it. Just <laughs> 
just awesome. Just, it's nice having a family, isn't it? Yeah, it's just like a great atmosphere to be around. The, what about the uh, what about the locker room conversations? <laughs> Those are always the best parts to me. Just hanging get, out with the guys. Yeah, and, that's the it, they get pretty funny. We all just cut up and laugh around sometimes. But when it's time to get serious, we. Coach Trace does a good job making sure we stay serious and stuff. Yeah, make sure, right? Yes, sir. So who would you say your greatest inspiration is then? I would say either Tim Tebow or Troy Polamalu just going out there and showing what they do the most. Yeah. How they do and doing what they love and doing it, showing who they do it for. That's awesome. Were you able to go to that uh, Sean event? Uh, no, sir, I was not. Uh, we Dad drove up. I got a new car that day, and I didn't even know I was getting it. Man, oh, man. Get it. what'd you get? I just got a GMC Sierra fifteen hundred. Come on, all right. Man. Come on, somebody. Now you can, <laughs> now you can go to the drive-ins and sit in the back. And yeah, I probably should some. give a shout out to Howard Bentley too, shouldn't I? There yeah, you go. There tell you them go. we like we like shout outs. That's right. We do that. Who's your favorite professional team? Uh, I'm actually a fan of the um, Eagles. The Eagles, the Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. Yes, sir. Who's your favorite player on there? Derek Barnett, because he's from Tennessee right now. But I love Carson Wentz. And... All right. You got your Carson Wentz jersey yet? No, sir. I really. I mean, that's just the team I pull for. I'm a big. Hey, co- I got many teams I pull for. I have. Right. All, I wear all their jerseys. That's right. Me and Ricky pull more for players than teams yeah. for our fantasy league. It's called fantasy lovers. That's right. <laughs> we t- we like all the Alabama ones. Anyway, so uh, what is the hardest aspect of your sport? I mean, I love it, but sometimes it gets a little tough. It gets hot out there. Yeah. You just got to push through. Your legs get tired, but you know you just got to push through for the team. But you got to have your back and go have yours. What's the hardest drill you'd say you go through every day in practice? We got this five-man sled that we go through every day on defense. Ugh. We punch and we extend. And I hate it. <laughs> It's helped us so much. You can tell on film we get so much better extension, but I just hate the five-man sled. Yeah. Hurts, but it's it, there's <laughs> purpose to the pain, right? What's your yes, favorite? Sir. What's your favorite thing you'll do at practice? Uh, just board scrimmage? War. Board wars. Board wars? That's when we really Explain got. that to us. Two, two linemen line up across the boards, and we just get after it. We just uh, go low and go and get after it. Wow. He likes to knock people on their backs. <laughs> what i just heard there is that right colin yes sir yes <laughs> that's why we play football right <laughs> so if you were to pick a player that uh maybe resembles your athletic ability and you, you can get a little big-headed here if you want to but <laughs> who would you say who would you say you like to try to play like or, or or maybe someone that just resembles you that we know professionally i'd like to try to play like tyron smith from the cowboys the left tackle mm-hmm. he's 10 times athlete all ever, baby. He's ridiculous. Wow. Big boy. Big we boy. love big boys, though. That's right. You know your tackle? Have you seen The Blind Side? Oh, yes. I love that movie. Is it great? Yeah. I love that. There's a lot of good quotes from it. And, you know, I know a lot of pastors use quotes from it. I think we we had it at our men's retreat. They played it at our men's retreat yeah, this yeah. last weekend. I like, I like, uh, man, that's a good movie. It's about a tackle. It's, it is. So he's he's still play he's still playing it. He? Mm-hmm. They have good in the movie. They had a good lesson about you know protecting your family and yeah and protecting your leader and you know it, there's just a lot of good life values you can find from not only the movie but from football. Yeah, you know? yes, sir. Colin, if you could spend a day with any coach or athlete in your sport, who and what would you ask them? 
if it was me, I'd probably spend the day with um, I'd probably spend the day with either Ezekiel Elliott or Dak Prescott. Ooh. Those you are good like, choices. You know, you're an Eagles fan, but you've mentioned a lot of Cowboys. Uh, I, I mean, I'm an Eagles fan, but I love watching the Cowboys play. They're okay. such a dominant team. The boys. I think they're a rivalry, too. The they are. The they are, actually are. So, I, that's pretty cool. Have it, speaking of another movie, Invincible, about the Philadelphia Eagles, have you seen that movie? Yes, sir. You but, got Kicker Turner. Yes. Great movie. Uh, so... Uh, we are gonna. You want to cut some music real quick? Yeah, let's cut to some music. Doesn't matter. What the problem? Oh, okay. Yeah. We're coming back to you. We have Colin back here with us now, and so we're gonna go to the second and final part of this interview. What is the hardest game you ever played in? It has to be at all. We fought so hard that game. I mean, we came up short, but the whole team fought as hard as they could. That's just going into the huddle that fourth quarter, we were down. It was, I think it was 21-28. Yeah, it was a close game. I remember that. Not the when we were down. I forget the score, but we were just that. We needed a touchdown, and we we scored, and that just made me realize why I play football for the team and my brothers and all of them. Wow. So, what is the greatest lesson your coach ever taught you? Give your best in all you do. I mean. If, if you give your best and all you do, you're going to be pretty successful. Not just football, but your job, life, family. This is a – I'm, I'm turning the page a little bit. But as a lineman, you know, you, you always kind of dream of picking that ball up and maybe uh, rolling into the end zone. What's a, What kind of touchdown celebration would you have if you, if you scored? Do you have an idea? Gronk spot for sure. You would definitely. <laughs> I mean, because sometimes, even as a lineman, if you score a touchdown, it may be worth the penalty. Yeah, it, it would be a Gronk spot for sure. Antonio, something from Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's phenomenal. I love that. So, what is the most embarrassing moment that you've had while playing football? Air the deeds, man. Air the deeds. It's a... Uh, I mean, I got embarrassing plays all the time. I put my head down and get made fun of. But I think one time I was walking down the stairs in Pee Wee, and we were going out to play, and I tripped and fall and slide down the stairs and cut like just got my elbows and knees cut up, and all the parents were asking if I was okay, and the players were laughing, of course. And I mean, I'm not the type to get embarrassed. I got up and let a few laughs out too. So. Yeah. <laughs> You got you got to hear some of the things we've heard on these interviews, Colin. Yours didn't even compare, but that was awesome. Anyway, we've had a lot of falls though, and definitely yeah. on some stairs. And I know one of my Douglas girls fell on some stairs. And, hot pants, um, yeah, hot yeah. Pants. She ripped <laughs> she burned, her pants, burned through them, burned through. Yeah, we've had some good, we've had some good stuff. We've but, had some nice stories. So let me ask you this: um, you know, being being a lineman. What is something that, you know, what is a, a life value that you've learned from being on the team? Like something that, you know, you're able to take from the sport. I mean, I know I've said it a bunch, but just the hard work that goes into it. You know, you got to work hard in everything you do. And it shows up. And then being a lineman, we're a core. We're brothers. And we watch out for each other and we watch out for all of our team and we make sure they're all safe. That's awesome protect the quarterback yes sir so and this is our last question what's your favorite game that you've ever played in uh when we 
I mean, the Edwall game's a good game to play in, but nothing better than the Super Bowl in 2010 in Pee Wee. Come on! When six to nothing against DAR, it was a good, fun game to play. <laughs> we, all, we always remember our Pee Wee games, you know, and I know I, I have a lot of stories and they're not worth it, but those were the times where it didn't matter if there was a trophy or if there was a title or what it was, you know. Playing as a kid, when you get that win or when you get that accomplishment in life, you always remember it. You remember what it was like to win and what it was like to be happy in that moment. And that's something that you just carry, that, that sports allow you to carry with you for the rest of your life. Colin, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for giving us your time, man. And uh, go Wildcats. Sup. We got freestyle up in the house. This is the time where you call in 256-505-0885. And today, if I'm not wrong, Stephen, we have four tickets to give away, do we not? Uh, we didn't give away four. any last week. We, we, yeah, that's right. So we've got, yeah, yeah, four tickets to give away. We got four tickets from the Boaz Cinema. Cinema. Yeah, so two, two pairs of tickets. Two pairs. Yeah. So, we're going to give away two separate pairs. Now, in order for you to win those tickets, you have to call in and play the game. <laughs> You've got to. Yep. Or else, all of us are going to go to the movie in your presence. Yeah. Sorry. That's how it works. <laughs> two tickets, two sets of tickets to any movie you want to go to. Now, we're going to do these separately. So, two people will win today. And my good man, Josh, why don't you tell him the game? This game is called the Oracle of Bacon. <laughs> the Oracle of Bacon. The Oracle of Bacon. So basically, the name of the game tells you the last name of the famous and probably one of the greatest actors ever, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon, um, Kevin Bacon is an actor that you probably know him from the movie Footloose. And probably that, that's probably it. But... There is a theory that goes around that every actor or actress in the world has a connection with Kevin Bacon. There we go. It's a theory. And so right now, in this moment, we're going to give you an actor or an actress. And you have to connect that actor or actress to back to Kevin Bacon. So the way that's going to go is, for example, Kevin Bacon... Is connected to Scarlett Johansson, and this is how they're connected. Scarlett Johansson was in Avengers: Infinity War 2018 with Josh Brolin, who was in Hollow Man in 2000 with Kevin Bacon. Therefore, Scarlett Johansson has a Bacon number of two. There you go. I know that probably very confusing, but can you connect the actor or actress that we give you to Kevin Bacon? So what you have to do is you have to give us. The movie that they are in and connect them. Connect the dots to find out how those two actors or actresses are connected. Nice. Does everybody got it? I think I think I have it. I yeah. think you have it. I think you do have it. So Kevin Bacon, how are they connected? So here's your first actor. This is the first one. Kevin Bacon. Nicholas Cage. Ooh. How are they connected? <laughs> Call in and let us know you what do. bacon number. Does Nicolas Cage have? If you do, you will win a wonderful set of tickets to the 
to the Boaz Non Cinemas. The Boaz Non Cinemas. You want that. I know you do. So all you got to do is call 256 505 0885. If you need that number again, here you go. Want to be on the radio? Call us now at 256 505 0885. Call in right now because you want to win these Boaz movie tickets. Oh, yeah. They're phenomenal because they're tickets that take you to the movies. And the Oracle of Bacon is really not that hard. Maybe if you played Six Degrees of Separation. But this one's better because Kevin Bacon is the separation. (laughs) Kevin Bacon is the all Knowing Oracle of Bacon. <laughs> is that blasphemous? Maybe. <laughs> but Kevin Bacon is connected to... He is connected to Nicolas Cage in some way. Which means that Nicolas Cage was in a movie with somebody. Who was in a movie with somebody. Who was in a movie with somebody that was in a movie with Kevin Bacon. And if you can find that out, if you can tell us on air, you can win two tickets yeah. to see a movie. A great movie. And we can let him cheat on this one, can't we? I mean, you better not cheat. Like Google? But I mean, if you Google, I mean, I mean, is Google really cheating? There's Come no on. way we can know if they went to Google. Oh, we would never know. Yeah. So <laughs> you can cheat if you'd like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Get yourself some tickets. So we're looking for the, the connection between Kevin Bacon and Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage. Nice. All right. We'll get you to some more music. Here's Skillet. Feel Invincible. Well, apparently we have stumped our listeners, and um, we don't say you're dumb or anything, but we have stumped you because you don't know how to use Google. But that's okay. If you can give <laughs> they may be us, driving or something. You if you know. can give us an actor or an actress, famous actor or actress that has... Oh, wait, wait, wait. Whoa. Wait, wait, we got a caller. Who are we talking to? Christina Thompson. Christina Thompson. What's up? Not much. Just working. All right. Are you strong? Are you okay. strong, Christina? Okay. I have the answer. You do? You, you do? know the- how how are Kevin Bacon and Nicolas Cage connected? Nicolas Cage was in Matchstick Men with Allison Lohman. Allison Lohman was in Where the Truth Lies with Kevin Bacon. Oh, look at you, girl. And that's a bacon number of two and you have a one. one. Yeah. <laughs> Tickets. Yeah. Hey, we're going to uh, bring down your mic, and uh, Stephen's going to get your number. Thank you so much for calling in, Christina. Just hold on the line. You make me feel now, we love our listeners out there. Those who listen to the Varsity Radio Show on 88.5 JFM, we want you to call in and win these tickets. I mean, they're just sitting here on the desk right now. <laughs> Two tickets. You want them. We know you do. So call in and tell us how Adam Sandler and Kevin Bacon are connected, because they are connected in they several are. different ways. Yes. Several different movies. That's right. What is their Bacon number? There's actually two ways you can win this. So our girl Christina, she knocked it out of the park, Josh. I mean, I think Christina was honest with us. I don't think she used Googles. I think she really used her brain. Even if she did, way to go, Christina. Way to go, Christina Thompson. We think you're fantastic. She's fantastic. 
We are big fans of and Christina And guess where Thompson. she's going. Guess where she's going. She's going to the movies. Where you can just smell that buttery goodness from That's the popcorn. That's right. The popcorn and the Fizzy. overpriced snack. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Careful and now. The, and the snacks <laughs> and, and the very large... That you know the movie theaters they do everything really big, Stephen. You know something I noticed when I went in there last time was Marshall Christian Academy is like above their fountain drink machines. Really? There. It, yeah, they have like a big mural on the wall. It's so cool. It's pictures and everything. That is so. cool. It's really neat. You know, I I went to the Boaz Nine growing up, yeah. and I loved it. Back then, was it known as Nova Nine? It was. Oh, yeah. And the cool thing about that theater, Stephen, yeah. is the semicircle-looking amphitheater. Like they just have a really cool movie theater. Yeah, they do. It's kind of like your. It's like a VIP experience. It makes me feel like I'm at home. I keep telling yeah. the owner Frank that he needs to come to Arab and put in a theater up there because we got nothing in Arab. Yeah, we need a theater. Well, just drive to Boaz Nine. Yeah, so. that's exactly right. That's what you should do. Hey, yep. and you can win those two tickets if you can tell us how Adam Sandler and Kevin Bacon are connected. Yeah. How are they connected? The Oracle of Bacon. <laughs> the Oracle of Bacon. A wise pig once told me the Oracle of the Bacon. The Oracle of Bacon. <laughs> that was real funny. Play some music. All right. Hey, <laughs> Call us, 256 505 We are anxiously awaiting your response. I know that Marcos loves me pizza pie for me. <laughs> Praise the Lord, That's Marcos. Awesome. We love you, Marcos. Yeah. You bring so much joy to our lives here at the Varsity Radio Show, 88.5 JFM. You have wonderful, amazing food. Yes. <laughs> Not just pizza, either. Pizza. They got subs. Salads, if you Desserts. like that. Beverages and sides and crust toppings. Crust toppings. Crust toppings. Yes. That's just fun to say. Go to Marcos.com or you can call them at 256 660 5666. Yep. It's in Albertville. You got any idea where it is? It's behind the Santa Fe. Don't stop at the Santa Fe. Go to Marcos. (laughs) Nothing against Santa Fe, but Marcos. Come on now. I know. Delicious. Everybody likes a good Santa Fe, but if you want a good pizza, right behind the Santa Fe, it, in the same shopping outlet, is Ross and TJ Maxx. You know where I'm talking about, don't you, Steven? Are you saying, like, Marcos is like the Santa Fe of pizza? No, I don't know if I want to do that. Well, they do have steak on the pizza. That is true. Ah. There is steak <laughs> on their pizza, and I love it. Yes. It has become my favorite. Oh, yeah. In fact, I ate most of that today. <laughs> Pepperoni, <yourself>. sausage, <laughs> and steak. And bacon. And, well, that was a separate pizza. And chicken. Chicken. Mm-hmm. Those were the two I ate today. Yeah. Now, Marcos, could we ever convince you to put an entire pizza steak on a pizza? Oh, wow. Ooh. The ribeye pizza. I don't know. The ribeye pizza. I feel like we have connections, but I don't think we have that strong of a connection. I think uh, Justin, Justin Fry might just do that for Justin us. Fry? Jay Fry. Jay yeah. Fry will Jay get Fry. Us. Jay Fry. Now, hold on. What? We've got to figure out his name, no, his Jay, wrestling name. Jay Fry. Jay Fry, does he have a Oracle of Bacon number? I'm confused because Jay doesn't Fry? 
Fry from Futurama also deliver pizzas? Ooh. I, I don't know this. Was that Fry from Futurama that just um, that delivers us Marco's pizzas? Uh, it could be the real living in person Fry. Oh, wow. The Fry. He seems pretty cool. Conspiracy <laughs> theories here. Okay, uh, we're actually looking up. I think it's JJ Cool. Is it JK Cool? Uh, JK. Well, I, I can't I'm remember. I'm looking up reviews. We're about to find out. I'm trying to remember his tat. This is this is very significant. We need to know this. We need to know because he's the guy that brings us the delicious Marcus pizza. We really appreciate you. Yes. So and he much. brings it here because they deliver to the River Bridge in Gunnersville yes, all the way to the Sardis do. line south. And it's so J- KJ Cool. KJ Cool. KJ Cool. He's a beast. KJ Cool. Let's look at oh my goodness. Let's check out let's KJ check out his, his picture. Oh. Apparently he likes the movie with, with the show with all the zombies and the weird people. Legit. Uh, legit. Yes. Yeah. Legit. KJ Cool. KJ Cool. Ooh, let's not go check that out. Rest. <laughs> we love you, KJ. KJ. Thanks for giving us a review. <laughs> we appreciate that. <laughs> There you go. Hey, you can check the Varsity Radio Show out next week. Who are having? Who are we having in the studio there, Josh? I'm super excited. We're having Darla. Darla. Yes. Actually, I, I think we are. I think we're gonna have the one, the only, in person, Harold <laughs> Dixon. Harold Dixon. Now, but I don't know if he's gonna bring his goat. Well, whether he does or not. Kinda Darla's here because D A R will be in the studio. Dar, Dar, Darla, and Darla. That she uh, has to come. See now. What she she's got to come. She's asking Harold if you're listening right now. <laughs> he's 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 at a trucker convention. Oh. That's the reason why he didn't call in. So legit, you are gonna you you want to tune in next week at App Varsity Radio Show on Facebook Live because you will get to see for the first time ever in person. Harold Dixon. Harold Dixon. Yeah. I didn't tell you the whole truth. He told me not to tell anybody, but he's not just at a trucker convention. He's actually at a trucker's convention for uh, Needlepoint. Oh. Yeah, it's oh, one yeah. of those things. They yeah. don't like people knowing what they do at these trucker conventions. So. Yeah. 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 I imagine they have to do something while they're driving, right? Yeah. yeah might as well. I mean, who needs hands to drive? Yeah. You know? yeah. That's not important. Needlepoint. It's <laughs> Needle not important. Point. But anyway, hey, so come back. If you want to check us out, you can check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. Also, check out our sponsor, Marcos.com. You won't regret the pizza, I promise. It's really fantastic. And if you want to check this show out, it will be available on iTunes tomorrow at Varsity Radio Show. You got anything else to say, Stephen? Nope. That's all I got. We are so glad that you listen to this show on this dreary, rainy day. We'll see you next week. Bye, guys.